Hey, my name is Hannah, and this podcast is all about empowering you to become more you. The real you. Stripped away of titles and achievements, because at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of energy floating around this big ball in space. And I believe the more that we can raise our energetic frequency, the happier and more fulfilled we become. So in this podcast, you'll find tools to help you release fear and move towards love and how that actually helps you attract what you want in life. And I use my experiences as an athlete and as a business owner to share what tools have helped me on my path towards awakening. So I hope that you gain value out of this. If so, hit me up. I'd love to talk to you. We are back with another episode this week and today I wanted to talk about moving through the self-healing journey and why it is so important to remember through this journey that you are already whole and complete. It can get very mm, hairy on this journey, (laughs) obviously. You're, you know, moving through very dense energies when you embark on the self-healing journey which you know I've called shadow work in the past or ego work but really it's just looking at your limitations possibly healing old traumas and moving through mental and emotional blocks that have kept you stuck in the past or anchored in the past and one message that has been really coming through it recently is number one the importance of staying anchored in your present moment which I'm going to touch on later and why that is so expansive for you. It doesn't feel expansive because our human brains want, especially in our society, to attach to future timelines or future goals, which is all really great and important if you're you know, wanting to reach certain goals. But if we don't stay present, then we don't stay focused on what's right in front of us. And there's a lot of reasons for why There is such power in your now moments and why your presence really is in your power, excuse me, why your power is really in your presence. And as I've moved through my self-healing journey, I've found myself anchoring in less and less and less into my future nows where I was very, very much, you know, obsessed with future targets, hitting certain goals reaching certain you know milestones again this is very much ingrained in our society and this works for some people I don't mean to say that this isn't you know something that you should play around with for me and what I've discovered in my journey is I have found the most growth and success by really just creating and showing up in my now moments and allowing the universe to provide to me whatever opportunities that want to show up in my reality allowing them to come and what I found is when I don't anchor myself in a future reality or future timeline or at least rather I have loose attachments around it that's probably a better way to say this you know yes I have future manifestations that I see but I've really let a lot of that go and the more that I have detached myself from these future outcomes really the more expansive I have felt. I have more creative energy. I've had more opportunities come through. So this kind of non-attachment to outcomes, I think is what is really the key thing, especially in your healing journey. Because when you're going through it, you know, doing the shadow work, maybe you're in 
what some might call the dark night of the soul, where you're really just going through a massive spiritual awakening and all these old limitations, maybe childhood traumas are coming up to the surface to be healed and looked at. It's very easy to not be anchored in your present moment and what you want to do is have daily routines and practices that bring you back to your physical body and connect you into your now moment. So grounding practices, meditation, breath work, sitting in stillness, walking in nature, you know, these are things that I've talked about a ton on this podcast. Um, But I do think it's really important to prioritize those practices, especially in the, the world that we're in today, there's so much uncertainty, and it can be very easy to slip into some fear or anxiety about the future because a lot of us don't know what our next moves are. And as I've talked before, there's purpose in not knowing sometimes. And sometimes that helps you anchor in your presence even more. You know, when you can surrender the need to know what is ahead of you, you can come back to your now and remember, oh yeah, this is all I really have anyway. (laughs) You only have your now moment anyway. And I can go very quantum with this too. You know, when you're in your now moment, then you have access to all realities, all timelines, all energies. Only Because when you're anchored in your now moment, that's when you're really connected to your spirit. You're connected to source. Your channels of energy open up and you just, you're in that now moment. Um, I won't go too quantum with this, but if you want to dive more into the power of now. (laughs) I would suggest connecting with Eckhart Tolle or Eckhart Tolle um, and reading that book, The Power of Now. For me, I think it's one of the most important practices that we can all be anchoring in, again, especially right now. And I think a lot of us did and are in this kind of understanding of, okay, we can only take this whole thing one day at a time. We can only take this crazy world that we're in one minute, one day at a time. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about today that was coming through is the importance of remembering that you are already whole, worthy, and complete. Because you are connected to source, because you're connected to the universe, because you have a spirit in a human body, you're not just this human body, which means that you're not the fear that you're feeling. You're not the emotions that you're feeling. You are an eternal source being connected to that source at all times. Otherwise, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be living. You wouldn't be, you know, be able to function as a human because you wouldn't have that life force energy flowing through you. So you have this connection to this eternal life force energy at all times. That is the true you. That's the essence of who you really are. Your human self, yes, you're here to experience the human experiences, but when you're really going through the self-healing journey, it can be easy to get kind of lost in the emotions that are coming up again because you're healing so many layers of stuck emotion that's been stuck within you because we hold our emotions in our physical body. So when you start to heal these limitations and blocks, and traumas, all the old emotions come up, the denser energies, the denser consciousnesses come up to the surface to be seen. You cannot heal your limitations or your quote unquote darkness if you don't look at it. So it's got to come up to the surface to be seen. 
And what is, again, really important to remind yourself is I'm not this emotion. I'm not this past trauma. I am a spiritual being connected to this eternal life force energy that's always flowing through me. So while I may be experiencing these old energies come up to the surface, it doesn't mean that I am those energies or I am those experiences. So really the main message here is coming back to that you are the vibration of love. If you understand that unconditional love is a vibration that connects us all, I believe it's the the energy from which we are all we all come from is, you know, source. That's how I view source. That's my my belief. If you really understand that and remember that, then it's a lot easier to grasp self-love when you really understand that you're not really your human self. You are absolutely, but it's just an aspect of you. You're so much greater and bigger than that. You're eternal. So your human self is having a human experience, or rather your source consciousness that is having a human experience. <laughs> that is what you really are. So you have this flow of energy, this eternal source flow of energy that's always flowing through you, and it is the vibration of love. So even though you have these human emotions that, you know, are quote-unquote, quote-unquote, lower vibrations, if you view them as threads of energy, how I see the energy is these waves of energy that move through you. So as you're, you know, again, if you're healing or you're just having a bad day or whatever it is, view that experience as something that is fluid. So view it as a wave of energy that is flowing through you, which means it's going to flow in and out of you. But when you get stuck in it, you're focusing on it. In a lot of ways, you're holding on to that wave of energy. So now that's the vibration that you're clinging on to. So if you allow yourself to just flow through the emotion, which means you do feel it, it is important for you to feel it because if you don't allow yourself to feel it, then it gets trapped inside of you. So if you don't allow the flow, the wave of energy to flow through you, that's when it kind of gets stuck inside of you. And that's where it can either perpetuate or come out in certain experiences and times when you least expect it, which is really, you know, a trigger when you get triggered. That's typically what a trigger is which a trigger is just a messenger that's letting you know where there's some there's some healing still to be done. Not to say that you're not going to feel all the human emotions. That's my other point with this is that you're here to feel these human emotions. You're here to be a human, but you're also here to remember that you are an eternal source being that is also experiencing the human experience. So again, this is all a practice too. And the more that you create these routines and rituals to anchor yourself in your now, the easier it is to connect to this flow of energy. And I promise you, the more that you do practices like meditation or mindfulness or breath work, where you're just centered and connecting just to your physical body, just let's take the whole spiritual stuff out of it. Um, I don't mean to say spiritual stuff, but you don't know what I mean. Just the idea of connecting to your physical body is so important. So important because number one, it anchors you in your present moment. Number two, you connect to your subconscious mind because your physical body is connected to your subconscious mind. And as we discussed in the last podcast episode, 
your subconscious mind is the, the home of everything, all data and information that's connected to you. And when you connect to your physical body, which is where your old traumas and emotions are also stored, then you allow the energies to flow through you more easily. Because again, when you're not anchored in your now moment, your energy and attention and focus is going towards whatever you're focusing on, which isn't your now moment, which is not your physical body, which is not the energies that are trying to flow in and out of you or come up to the surface to be purged and released. Again, because the more that you anchor in your now moment, connect to your physical body, you allow the old traumas and the old stuff to come up to be purged. But many of us are very distracted in our day-to-day lives. We either are distracted with our work, our family, dramas in our social circles, whatever the distraction is for you. There's lots of distractions on this planet. Those distractions are keeping you away truly from yourself and from your connection to that eternal flow of energy. And the more that you come back to your center, which by the way, is boring. It's not fun. Sometimes it is when you really get a good one in, when you really are meditating and you're feeling it. But a lot of times it's a discipline and it's a practice and it Truly, it's boring and not fun because you're so used to the constant stimulation and the constant distractions. So again, the more that you prioritize these practices that connect you to your body, that connect you to your wholeness or oneness or connection to your spirit and whatever that practice is for you, your connection to this eternal source energy and the energy flowing through you is is going to be different for everybody. So it might be, again, connecting with nature. It might be meditating for you. It might be listening or creating music for you. It's just, it's completely different. But I would say it's whatever practice that just immerses you in your now, connects you to yourself. And generally, most people are going to know what that is for them the more that they prioritize and do the practices that just keep bringing them back to their now moment. The more that you do these things, the more that you'll feel this connection. And it really is about tuning out the distractions. Because again, these distractions are what can fuel this fight or flight and anxiety and fear of the future energy within you. So it's about putting down the phone. It's about creating a ritual and a daily practice where you are connecting to yourself. And that, you know, at first and probably forever requires some discipline because there's going to be days that you don't want to show up and do it. Obviously, because again, it seems kind of boring. At first, you're you're wondering, why am I doing these practices? Um, But the more that you do them, the easier it gets, the more it becomes a habit and the more, honestly, you do get pretty addicted to it. My meditation practice, I've been meditating every day. Occasionally, I'll miss some days here and there, but really, I aim to live a pretty meditative life. But my meditation practice, I really don't miss because I'm, I'm addicted to it at this point and not in an unhealthy way. I just know what it's going to do for me. I know the value in it because I've done it so much and I've had this practice going for probably 14, 15 years. I started meditating in high school and my intention at that time was for tennis and you know, again, I've talked about on this podcast, I grew up, you know, more with a kind of a spiritual environment. So, you know, talking about Zen practices was pretty common. 
But the other thing about prioritizing these practices that connect you to yourself, you're also connecting to your higher self. As I've also discussed, I believe that you have a higher self and a spirit team or spirit guides, which could be your ancestors, um, which, you know, maybe you view as angels. Everybody has a different perception of it, but really it's other consciousness beings that aren't necessarily in this three-dimensional realm that we can physically see, but they're there. And when you connect in, you feel their energy, you feel their love surround you because they're back in connection with that eternal source, unconditional love vibration. So the more that you tune into those energies, the more that you're also going to feel that unconditional love. In these energies, you know, I work a lot with the spirit realm and the more that you open yourself up to connect to that energy, let's just call it your higher self. The more that you open yourself up to connect to your higher self, which, you know, is in a higher dimensional realm, the more that you open yourself up to receive that love and the easier it is to find the love for yourself because you remember, oh yeah, I'm not this human and I'm not this human experience or I'm not just this human experience. I am far greater than this. I'm far greater than this three-dimensional space that I can see. I'm far more than what I can see and I'm far more than what my human self is feeling right now. Oh yeah, I'm an eternal source being connected to the vibration of unconditional love at all times. This concept, some people are going to resonate with it and some people are not, obviously. As I always say, I feel like it bears repeating anything that I ever say on this podcast and any of the work that I do. I am speaking from my personal experience from my education in these practices and in my education in different energy psychology practices. So I'm speaking from from my personal well of wisdom. We all have wells of wisdom. But I say this because if there's anything that I ever say that doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't have to resonate with you. You know, you have your own experience that's completely unique to you that is vastly different from mine. We all have completely different experiences with all of this stuff. <laughs> so I just want to give you that. Uh, this is my coming from my experience. I don't aim to ever convince anyone of anything. I think it's extremely important to have discernment and to, to really decide what is your personal truth. I'm just speaking my personal truth and I my intention and my hope with that is to inspire you to do the same and define what that is for you. So to simplify everything that I've been saying right now, the more that you can come back to loving yourself, filling up your own cup, prioritizing the practices, the routines, the habits, and, you know, maybe it's setting some personal boundaries with others. The more that you can do practices like that and come back to the self-love that is flowing within you and remind yourself that you do love yourself because you are a vibration of love. Your human self might just need that reminder. And that's going to come through really prioritizing the practices that make you feel good. So, you know, just meditate on or think about what are the practices that really make you feel connected to your higher self, that really ground you in your now moment? What are the practices that kind of make you forget about time? Maybe it's creative projects, maybe it is meditating, maybe it is just getting out in nature, but whatever practices that are going to connect you to your now, 
and not anchor you in your past or your future, this is when you're able to more connect to that flow of energy that's always flowing through you, that eternal source energy that's always flowing through you. When you ground yourself and anchor, your, anchor yourself in your now, that is when you really feel this flow of energy. And when you feel that flow of energy, you will feel unconditional love come through your field. You may not know that's what it is because maybe you haven't really felt that energy in your heart or you haven't really felt that energy in a while. Um, but again, the more that you keep coming back, coming back, coming back, you will feel that connection. Some days are easier than others. Some days you're like, F this. I, I don't feel it today. <laughs> but you keep coming back to the practice and you allow yourself to just observe whatever you're feeling in your now moment because whatever you're feeling is valid and there's reason for it. And I think that's a really important thing to remember when you do feel these lower energies, denser consciousnesses come up to the surface to be seen and observed. They move through you more quickly. When you become the observer of it, of whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're feeling, you anchor yourself into that third person perspective, or maybe it's your higher self's perspective, and you just watch it. You watch it move through you and you can label it and say, okay, I understand that my human self is feeling fear right now. Let me just sit with this. And if you sit with it, I promise you, you'll actually move through it a lot more quickly. But typically what a lot of people do is you want to move away from it. So you distract yourself, you get on your phone, you go out out with people you you know you do whatever you can to distract yourself from that fear or to just get it away from you get it off of you but the power is in your presence and breathing into that energy that's trying to move through you remember it's a wave of energy so the more that you sit in the observer seat and you breathe through it you feel where it's coming up in your physical body if you're feeling fear close your eyes take a few deep breaths and feel ask yourself ask your higher self ask your subconscious mind ask your physical body where am I feeling this in my body and you'll likely get either a little twinge or you'll get an intuitive knowing of where it is a lot of times it's in the stomach you know if it's stress or anxiety or fear or in your lower back so you know that's connected to those lower energy centers the root energy center and the sacral that's typically where we hold fear and that's our survival mechanisms. That's our fight or flight energy. So, you know, the more, again, that you connect to your physical body and you connect to these energy centers, which are also called chakras, you give yourself the opportunity to allow the emotion and the energy to come up to the surface and be released. Again, you got to feel it to heal it. <laughs> I know I've said that before, but it really is true because the energy's got to keep moving. And that's because energy is always constant. Emotions are energy in motion, which means they got to keep moving. And if you don't allow yourself the opportunity to sit and observe what's trying to come through, then you hold on to it. You know, through that distraction method, whatever it is for you, you're actually suppressing that energy. And that means that it's not going anywhere. It's got to come out at some point. So, Again, to wrap all of this up, the more that you come back to the practices to remind you that you are an internal source love being, 
no matter what you're feeling, no matter what your human self is feeling, the more that you can come back to that remembrance, the easier it is to observe whatever experience you are experiencing and not be so attached to what it has to be or what it means for you. It's just a wave of energy. And the practices that connect you to that eternal source energy that's always flowing through you are the practices that bring you back to your now moment. It's in your now moment, in your presence, that you can connect to this eternal source. And that's the mindfulness practices, that's connecting to your physical body, that's getting out in nature, and maybe that's connecting with people that are on the same vibration of you that make you feel that way as well. You know, relationships that keep you anchored in your presence, that remind you that you are a being of love. And if you don't have those relationships in your life, that's okay. Just continue to set the intention that the more that you focus on your self-love and come back to that vibration that is within you, and you continue to pour love into yourself, the more that you're likely going to attract and vibrate towards those same people that are on that same vibration that have seen the love within themselves. And, you know, that's a whole other conversation that we'll probably dive into uh, sooner rather than later. But prioritizing the practices that keep you anchored in your now, that is what allows you to just surrender your attachments to the future, surrender the distractions that are keeping you from connecting to that eternal source energy that's flowing through you, and coming back to who you truly are, which is a spiritual being having a human experience for a temporary amount of time. <laughs> We're not here forever. Um, so you can also understand that, you know, your consciousness, again, it's eternal and you have spirit teams that are working with you. If you resonate with that, you know, connect to your ancestors, connect to whatever that is for you and connect to the universe and tap into that consciousness, that universal intelligence that is you. It's all you. <laughs> And I did want to add one other thing. If you struggle with this self-love concept and really filling up your own cup, I invite you to treat yourself as if you would treat a partner, a loving partner that you would want to nurture or a child. You know, a lot of this is inner child healing. So treating yourself as a child, how would you want to have fun with a child and look at yourself as an innocent child and treat yourself as an innocent child because when you're going through this deep self-healing inner healing journey a lot of times you're doing inner child healing at the same time so all your old childhood stuff is coming up to the surface so you really want to have a lot of compassion a lot of love and a lot of patience for yourself as you're moving through this human experience and especially if you're in the thick of the self-healing journey but again, nurture yourself as a loving partner or as a little child and do the things that bring you joy. Do the things that connect you to your now moment. Do the things where you just immerse yourself so much in the practice you forget about time. That's when you remember who you truly are. And that is when you can anchor yourself in your now moment and open yourself up to receive these energies. Because that's part of this is when you are not present, 
and you are not in a state of relaxation or if you're in you know fight or flight you're closing yourself off to receive these energies and when you totally immerse yourself in your now moment you breathe you relax you open up your channels of energy and then you're able to allow this flow of universal intelligence and energy to flow through you more easily so it's also just the practices that relax you simply the practices that make you feel good that allow you to be in the energy of playfulness and creativity and the the excuse me the practices that relax you so salt baths breath work meditation can't say it enough um, but again these are the practices that work for me there's so many ways to do this there's so many ways to connect to source there's and it's going to be completely different and unique for each person so that is why you got to try a bunch of practices and tune in and feel what feels best for you it's going to be completely different for everyone my practices might not work for you and i think it's really important to again feel into what feels right for you just because i'm saying these practices work doesn't mean they might work for you everyone's path of awakening is completely unique everyone's self-healing journey is completely unique and everyone's connection to source is completely unique and this is about you taking your power back and remembering that you know what is best for you but that means you got to get very present with yourself and know who you really are know your human self and know your spiritual self and know the energies that are moving through you and that is being conscious that's being awake in your now moment and many of us are so distracted we're unconscious we're not we're running the programs that have been programmed and installed in us from you know childhood traumas or from society and we're just living out these patterns and programs rather than being awake and conscious which is presence being present so again any of the practices that bring you back to that wake state your conscious state where you're connected to your your you know again your body you're connected to your spirit any any practice that brings you into that awareness i think is a positive practice and you just got to figure out what that is for you and then you prioritize it you hold yourself accountable you keep those promises to yourself because that's an act of self-love and you show up for yourself and again this is a practice a lot of days or some days you're not going to want to do it and you give yourself a bunch of love and compassion anyway even if you don't do it you still say i love myself because that is also a retraining practice this self-love and what i wanted to say amending it here <laughs> is way longer than i wanted this to be um mirror work can be a really transformational practice that is a total act of self-love and it, it can be very uncomfortable um, and in fact the more uncomfortable it is probably the more you know you need to do it <laughs> but it's looking at yourself in the mirror every day and it could be as simple as saying I love you unconditionally and just looking in the mirror every day and saying that and at first you're gonna look you're gonna do it and go Ugh, what the hell is this you know how does this do anything for me but it's one of those practices that number one is going to retrain your brain number two is going to connect you more with yourself again it's getting away from the distractions that are pulling you away from yourself you're right there with you looking at yourself and 
regularly reminding yourself that you are that source of love. And the more that you can keep reminding yourself of that, the easier it is to move through the human dense consciousness that might be coming up. So that's just a simple practice. I can talk more about that if you all are interested, but mere work, you know, maybe even Google that if that interests you and start that practice. If you're not sure where to start or you're feeling kind of lost, I think that's a really simple yet powerful practice that can remind you of the love that you do have for yourself. And I will say this, the more that you can remind yourself of how much you do love yourself, the more that you will actually be able to hold compassion and empathy for others as well. So this isn't just an act of self-love, it's to support you in all areas of your life. Because again, when you're ascending into these higher vibrations, these elevated emotions, that ripples out from your field. So if you don't truly love yourself and you struggle with that, that energy is vibrating out. And it is attracting situations and people that mirror and match that same vibration. Where either they don't love themselves or they have some sort of equal frequency that's showing up in their life where there is a lack of love in some way. So you, you really prioritizing these self-love practices and coming back to, oh yeah, I am a source of love. Oh yes, I do love myself. The more love that you'll have to give to others, not only yourself. So obviously this is a topic that we can talk about for some time, but I will cut myself off here. And if you have any questions about any of this, as always, you can reach out. You can email me, which is in the show notes. If you're not really sure where to start, I would suggest going to my YouTube and just picking any of my meditations that speak to you or that stand out for you and and setting the intention to prioritize that practice and come back to that same meditation or try different ones out. I like to mix it up depending on what I'm feeling each day. And as you know, I've said before, as you may know, I'm including in a lot of those meditations sound healing, but I'm always including energy healing as well. And they're guided meditations. So all you have to do is just put them on. And really, you can do them while you're walking. You can listen to them in the bathtub. You can just play it in your car even while you're driving. Not that you want to be meditating while you're driving, but just having those energies kind of flowing into your field is going to help too. So just an idea, just a thought. Obviously, you don't have to do my meditations. There's plenty out there, but some kind of practice, again, that is going to connect you to the vibration of love and to your heart, which all my meditations do that. Whatever it is, that practice for you, again, going to be completely unique for you prioritize it. Make it a daily practice. And again, it doesn't have to be complicated. It might be just you taking three deep breaths and then building up from there. So simplify it, but do prioritize it and make it a habit so that it's something that you're going to come back to regularly and you'll keep that energy flowing. And if you want to book a session with me, you can shoot me an email at hholiday at gmail.com. Again, that'll be in the show notes. If, if you're looking for just extra tips and support, you can follow my Instagram, my TikTok, or my YouTube, which again will be down in the show notes. And as always, be very gentle with yourself. Hold a lot of compassion for yourself. Wherever you are at right now is perfect. All right, well, I will catch you all in the next one. Take care.